0: Hello and welcome to the first episode of That's A Rap Podcast. I am Eli Falconer alongside my good friend and co-host Conrad Caciola. Conrad, how are you feeling about this new endeavor of ours?
1: I'm, I'm feeling great. I'm feeling optimistic. I feel like we got a lot of good segments to talk on and uh, a lot to bring to the viewers and the listeners Free. If we have any yeah
0: yeah <laughs> whoever is listening we appreciate you we love you of course um and so just a little background on our podcast what, what we're planning on doing is just discussing uh movies tv go in depth to what we like what we don't like what works what doesn't work um and you know try to stay relevant if there's any big news we'll discuss that uh and then we have segment ideas that we want to get into And we'll have guests on. I mean, the format of the podcast, I'm sure, will change as as we move on with this project. But that's what we're thinking about right now. Uh, You want to add anything?
1: I mean, yeah, kind of just what you said. But we want to make sure that we're bringing, like, segments that people actually want to hear and covering kind of uh, every topic. So we'll be talking about movies, of course, and new movies. But we're also going to touch on uh, older movies, TV shows, probably going a little bit into... Uh, outside, going to Anime Studio Ghibli, and and just a little bit of stuff for everyone, really.
0: Yeah, I think what we're planning on is each episode will have its own uh, unique kind of subject that we that we'll cover. Uh, for example, today, the first episode, we're gonna dive into Christopher Nolan's films. Um, may as well just follow the film bro stereotype and <laughs> and start start off with start off with some Nolan, and then Tarantino next. Yeah, we'll see. Yeah, we'll yeah. see about that. <laughs> um, but yeah, I just, just coming in here, uh, I was on Twitter and I saw that the release date for Dune 2 just came out November 17th, 2023, and I'm very excited for that. I've been waiting for that news for a while. I thought the first one was one of the best. I think when when the franchise ends, we're going to look back on it as one of the best uh, introductions to a franchise. I think that was absolutely amazing. I I loved it.
1: I, I, I liked it too. Did you really think it was it was one of the best? I mean, I guess I really did. we can't I really did. we don't really know until the second and I'm sure there's a third and I never read the books, but I'm sure there's a, g- a good amount of them. We don't really know how good the first movie was until the rest come out. but I thought parts of it were pretty slow, but overall, I thought it was a great story. great visuals. Um, and I feel like it's it's definitely a movie I have to watch more closely and watch over again. Um, I think they did a really, really good job with the score, as always. I mean, that's
0: yeah. Like, the score I mean, was that's, freaking that's great, unexpected. but the visuals anything, was anything with yeah. Zimmer, yeah. And I understand why people thought it was slow, but I think that that I think the, there's a reason I for it being slow. I think the pace they, slow, they took kinda. was a necessity. Um, it's a big world. There's a lot of conflict, a lot of characters. I think they got to take their time, uh, take their time developing it. So I'm, I, I thought it was perfect. I thought it was awesome, um, and they got. They were very successful in the box office. Obviously, they did a good job pretending it was going to be a Zendaya, Timothy Chalamet movie when <laughs> she was in the movie for like maybe yeah, that was maybe five minutes screen time. That was odd.
1: They really hyped that up. They played. They played their marketing campaigns <laughs> they, they really, really they well. Were
0: they knew what they were doing on social media. Uh, I'm sure she'll be in it more in the next one. Um, Is
1: the whole cast confirmed for that? Right?
0: I think. I think so. Um, I don't. I don't know much about the books. Uh, my dad's a huge books nerd for Dune, and <laughs> he, he said he really liked the first one, and he's excited for the next one. So, uh, if if anyone's read the books, I guess you can listen to Bob Falconer and have, have good faith in this. Isn't in, it? In isn't it supposed film. to be
1: like really, really closely followed off the books? I like, believe more, so. More than other movie series has been followed off the yeah. books.
0: Yeah, and. and Part of that is because they chose to do two parts for the first book. If you look at other uh, book-to-film adaptations, uh, like just Harry Potter uh, or Hunger Games, The Twilights, those are all standalone films, and then they broke up the finale into two parts. Dune's, Dune's breaking it up from the start. They're doing two parts on book one, um, and those are also lengthy books to begin with, so it it, ma- it makes sense and I, I like what they're doing so i'm excited two parts on book 1 of 8 books
1: well i'd say each book is probably what like there's there's 8 videos? books
0: but i believe the movie's only covering like the original trilogy is the first 3 books mm. i could be wrong um and then the author frank herbert he passed away and his son started writing more books but i don't I th- it's the same universe and uh but i don't think it's the same characters. Um, we I, don't know if it's if it's as, completely good different as, a, as, uh, characters.
1: as good of a writer as, as
0: dad. I have no idea. He might be bad. Uh, I can't. I can read, but why? <laughs> I choose why, not why would to. would I read when I can watch
1: Timothy on screen? Yeah. Yeah, I yeah. mean, that's, everyone likes <laughs> to do that.
0: Yeah. All right. Well. So yeah, we're we're looking forward to that. I'm sure we'll talk about that more as we get closer to it, uh, or whenever we do a little sci-fi episode but for now we are going to shift our focus to the topic of our first episode uh Christopher Nolan and I'm sure many of you are familiar with Christopher Nolan's work uh definitely one of the more successful directors and creators uh the last 10 10 20 years yeah, I'd say he doesn't really
1: I mean I've only I've seen all of his films except I'd say three I think two uh really three I haven't seen Dunkirk but He does not miss I'd say all of his movies. It's really hard to rank them I mean, they're all really good Anyone that doesn't know Christopher Nolan can think of the Dark Knight and most of the time be like yeah, okay I know that movie Uh,
0: Yeah, just just real quick some of his most popular films Dark Knight Inception interstellar uh, Or the whole Christian Bale Batman franchise so Dark Knight Rises Batman Begins Dark Knight Um, those are those are a lot of his biggest films and uh we both haven't seen two of his earlier films, Insomnia and The Following. So I've if, heard The
1: Following's really
0: good. If you guys are big, much bigger film buffs than us and you've seen mm-hmm. those, sorry sorry for disappointing. You can give us a call and, yeah. and tell them how they are. <laughs>
1: yeah. I haven't heard much about Insomnia. I've heard about The Following. Um, I thought I heard about that recently. Maybe they... I don't know. Maybe it was something about like recreating or something, but I doubt that. Those are pretty. They're pretty old, right?
0: Uh, yeah. I think I want to say like later '90s. Yeah. Um, Memento was his first big, big yeah. hit, which I want to say 2000. Let me just check that real quick. Yeah, 2000. Memento came out. Um, I guess we could start talking about that because I actually just finished watching that. Uh, like 30 minutes ago. Uh, to prep for, for this episode, and it was one of those movies where um there were times I had genuinely g- genuinely no idea yeah, really what was, confused what was going on
1: Um, I watched Memento a while ago and 100% I mean I think all Christopher Nolan movies really are ones that you have to watch multiple times but Memento for sure is a movie that just to kind of understand it you got to watch it multiple times and it's it's extremely complex it's extremely just confusing i remember watching it about halfway through the movie i was like completely lost i had no idea but i remember it it wrapped it up really well and it took me like it was one of those times where you finish a movie it takes you like 10 minutes and you're like oh yeah i kind of get the plot line yeah. i get what was happening there
0: takes takes 10 minutes of thinking and googling uh, <coughs> and finding some, well, some we don't some kid on reddit to explain it to you a little bit better uh I watched it knowing the like the twist or the, the reveal at the end. I, I watched it um, aware of what was happening, and there were still times where it was confusing, but there were also times where that made it easier to follow. You saw a lot of foreshadowing. Um, it, it didn't make the ending as out of the blue, but it, as it happened, I was still a bit confused, I won't lie. Um, but, I mean, I, I enjoyed it. The, the way they tell the story, that's just the hard thing when... When you tell a story out of chronological order and you're going back and forth uh, yeah, that's you, like, and you don't know what's real, what's fake. I mean,
1: It's pretty hard to do that. I mean, big example of that, of course, most people think of is Pulp Fiction you know, out of order and it's like massive success and whatnot. But it's, there's only – I'd say there's not many movies that can kind of do that format and actually still end up being good movies and still end up I mean this came out in 2000 still a good movie today I would say and yeah uh pretty well known I'm just looking at um some stuff by right now I didn't even realize um the actor from the Matrix um what's her name uh Neo's uh the
0: act, the Neo actor,
1: Keanu Reeves No um Neo's girlfriend in the Matrix oh, um, is, is and it, I didn't even realize actor. that
0: I can't remember her name
1: she was not even doing. Do anything. Carrie Ann Moss. Yeah, yeah, There yeah, you yeah. go.
0: Carrie Ann Moss. <laughs> All All right,
1: well, you, had a, you had a clip of Memento up, 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 I saw. What was that? I had a clip up? Um, um, I, I think l- it was when he oh, was yelling this at clip. The, no. the dude saying.
0: He's Conrad's referring to my laptop, um, and it's the HBO Max app, because I literally was just watching this, <laughs> and it's still open. and I just. Went yeah, the, to the don't believe the
1: his his lies and everything
0: like yeah. that. I mean, su- super cool movie. Absolutely would recommend it. Um, just I don't feel like f- I wouldn't feel frustrated uh, <laughs> trying to get through it because it's not supposed to make a lot of sense. You're inside the mind of a man who's just messed up. He's yeah, got, yeah, yeah, yeah. For those that don't know, it's about a man who his his wife is killed and he has a short-term memory loss problem. Uh, which is very severe, and he spends his time trying to track down the killer, but that's hard to do when you can't remember anything when you wake up. So he takes pictures of things he needs to remember, and he writes on the back of them, and tattoos facts along his body um, to try to get closer to the killer. And it is quite a ride. Uh, it's quite a
1: twist to the end. I'm not gonna say it end. or yeah, anything we don't like that. Spoil but spoil anything. Um, really good i mean i if we're talking overall christopher nolan it's i really like a really good movie and it's still kind of on the bottom of my list of christopher nolan movies and that kind of just puts into context just how well made his movies are and how good of a director he is it's kind of crazy it's really hard to to rank them
0: um let's just let's dive into that list now um i guess we'll start from the top because i mean why not so what, yeah. What's What's your number one?
1: Um, I would Christopher Nolan's. Say, I mean, when I was writing this down at first, the first thing I wrote was was Interstellar, uh, and then I switched around to the Dark Knight, and I think that'll kind of always be battling with Interstellar for for one or two. Um, Dark Knight to me is the textbook superhero movie. It's it's. I mean, it it really goes way beyond just a superhero movie like you see today in, in Marvel. Uh, and things like that we'll, we'll get into that more later um but the dark knight dark knight rises batman begins it's it's one of in my opinion one of the most perfect trilogies and introduction um to such a worldwide known character batman really uh it just paints him as great character not like not in a way where it's yeah you, know, you see superman you see stuff like that saving the city um you see a little bit of that but it paints him in a in a more deep kind of picture and um it really plays light to to the villains and and really the dark knight um you could say is not even a movie about batman you could argue it's a movie about, about the joker, joker. yeah um, I, and that's also another thing i just like about it, it has so many levels
0: by far the best uh or i wouldn't say by far there's a there's a lot of good villains but uh heath ledger joker obviously is one of the most iconic uh movie portrayals of all time. Yeah, you like, he, he you can absolutely. I don't know if,
1: like, that opinion will always, always stand up there. I really don't think that... I It would be really hard to do a better job than that, of course, like, there's um, Joaquin Phoenix's Joker and everything, a really good performance, but uh, just yeah. in general, talking about Joke. villains overall, like Heath Ledger is just... It's, he was made for that role, and, and it's crazy.
0: The Joker's one of those characters that... Has just been blessed by having the best, the oh, best yeah. portrayals. So you had Jack Nicholson, uh, Mark Hamill. Yeah, Mark Hamill. Mark Hamill. He the voiced voice it Joker, really yeah. well. Yeah, one of the, one of the my favorite uh, voice voice actors of all time. His his role as Joker, and you have Joaquin Phoenix, which is obviously much different than the comic book Jokers that the others played. But uh, yeah, and anything with Joker in it is. Same had with had Batman too. Recently. I mean yeah.
1: Batman and Joker have been played by so many people. So many iconic people too. Not like Joker, of course. Um, they're some of the best actors. And then Batman, on the other hand, um, you have again some of the best actors. You've uh, freaking uh, George Clooney, Adam West. Um I I know I'm missing a George, lot of them. George
0: Clooney Batman George Clooney was Batman awesome. was, was funny. Yeah, those wear like weren't No, the
1: best. they they were but <laughs> very known Yeah very known person. I think in, in general, Batman and kind of the DC Universe has had a really funny run of movies. Um, I mean, that Batman trilogy is way different than 90%, I'd say, of DC movies out today. Yeah. Um, but like older DC movies, I remember they had Arnold Schwarzenegger playing Mr. Mr. Freeze. Uh, that was really funny. That was, that <laughs> was a DeVito long time Penguin. ago. Yeah, oh, I mean, yeah.
0: dane DeVito Penguin probably <laughs> was the most... Most iconic role of all time. And then they have Colin Farrell three, playing penguin not to win.
1: <laughs> Danny DeVito's like the weight probably of Colin Farrell, but you take off like three feet and then you add Colin Farrell as the penguin. And it's like the weight of Danny DeVito, but just extended.
0: <laughs> He's taller. It's ridiculous. Uh, well, casting. We'll definitely talk <laughs> more about these superheroes uh in our later episodes. Um
1: yeah, yeah, you could go into we're, superhero yeah. stuff forever
0: I mean. we're getting a bit off track but that's that's going to happen a lot on the show i'm assuming but anyway <laughs> i'm su- back back to the nolan back to the nolan list uh you had dark knight number 1 and mine bit of a hot take i guess it sh- i don't think it should be but i've dunkirk number 1 uh the the most brilliant war movie i've ever seen one of my favorite movies of all time absolutely amazing uh just everything about it the visuals the sound the music it is, is wonderful i mean because most most war movies most movies in general you're going to follow a set of characters you're going to follow their development throughout the plot and this is this takes a much different approach uh as it's it's focused just on the situation the environment they're in how they play off the environment I can't even tell you a single character's name from that movie <laughs> but I can I could I could go through it scene for scene for you it, it's absolutely amazing and uh, you, you said you haven't seen this or I don't think
1: I've actually ever sat down and start to finish seeing it now that I'm I'm looking at it, is that it's got Tom Hardy in it, right? Yeah, Tom, and Tom he, Hardy, he's at the end?
0: Murphy. Is Tom Hardy at the end of the movie? Tom Hardy is the fighter pilot. Yeah, okay, never so, mind. Yeah,
1: I've seen this one. I'm, I'm thinking of 1917. I've actually never sat down to start okay. to, to end and finish it. Dunkirk I've, I've seen. I'm remembering the Tom Hardy scene at the, at the end when he flies over. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah, that. Okay, yeah. and now it's coming back to me a little bit. I thought that movie was great. I thought it was a great war movie. Uh, personally, for me, I mean, I'm a big Saving Private Ryan guy. Um, I don't know if you've seen that. I think that movie is, um, I mean, especially for the time it came out, crazy depiction of war. Um, But I don't think, I mean, Dunkirk being number one on Christopher Nolan's list, I I think he's such a good director where you can say it's not even that hard of a take. um, Like any of these really, you can't even go wrong. I mean, I I wonder what was your follow-up to Dunkirk then.
0: So number two uh, I I do have the Dark Knight, okay, which we've yeah. we've already discussed. So I'll go into my do number. Th- you, uh, where do you have
1: the Dark Knight? Do you have the Dark Knight
0: Rises and Batman Begins on there? I have uh, Dark Knight Rises and Batman Begins closer towards the bottom. Yeah. Um, which we can get into. But I my third. This one's tough for me. It's really close between Inception and Prestige and Interstellar. But yeah. I I do have Inception third. I don't think it's necessarily as sound and amazing as a movie as some people make it out to be. Um, when it came
1: out, I, I guess, I think when it came out and the creativity of it um, and the storytelling is, is absolutely crazy, uh, I think that it, it over the years, um, it, it might have been a little overhyped, but I mean, that's, for me, that's that's third on my list. Um
0: so, so third, it, third on both of ours yeah
1: it, it kind of goes again you know that's like the dark knight interstellar and inception for me are, are really hard to choose from um i really 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 like inception but i think in the future i think it will almost kind of diminish and get not as hyped as it as it once was just because when it came out the story and um, you know, what Christopher Nolan was doing, his use of time, everything was crazy. And now it's like, he releases a movie like Tenet and it just ups that by so much. Yeah. And, um, I actually saw something really interesting today. I've seen this a couple of times, but the, um, hallway scene in Inception where it's turning, uh, I didn't know that was, was based a set. off, a. Uh, it was, yeah, that one, that was a set and two, it was based off a, a scene from an anime called Paprika that came out in 2006. It's the exact same scene, red carpet hallway, everything turning, and he's going down it and um i I never knew that uh I mean I don't watch anime like that, so yeah. it's pretty interesting. I wouldn't think Christopher Nolan to take ideas from from that really
0: and I think inception's a good movie to look at um for Nolan because it uses his practical effects so well, which is what he's known for. He doesn't use a lot of uh, special effects or visual effects. He tries to do everything as real as possible, which it sh- it shows up well. Because these big scenes, they just look so much more clear and uh, easy to follow when, it, when they're using real practical effects and it's not plastered with CGI. So and there's the, a, there's a lot of good behind the and scenes. And the
1: casting. I mean, the casting in that is crazy. Yeah. Um, yeah, I, mean, I think that's one of his Leo best cast. Leo DiCaprio, yeah, and Tom, Hardy. And Tom Hardy. Killian yeah, yeah, and Tom um, Hardy. Yeah, he uses
0: Tom Hardy and Killian Murphy. Christian Bale, Hardy.
1: Killian Murphy, um, Tom Hardy. Yeah. Christian big... Bale?
0: He's not an exception.
1: Well, no, I'm just talking about in general uh, across, yeah, yeah, yeah. like, Dark Knight, Dark Knight, Rise, Batman Begins. Um, I'd say those are his, his big three. Yeah. Um, yeah. Am I missing anyone across uh, uh,
0: Michael Kane. Yeah, yeah. Michael Kane's okay. Caine, in a lot. He's awesome. I yeah, love Michael I love Michael Caine. He's he's alive, right? Yeah, yeah. He, um,
1: wasn't it like two years ago? He Yeah, yeah, two years ago or something. He said he was retiring from
0: acting. Okay.
1: It was like pretty recently. It was in the last five I, I years. I remember
0: seeing... He's nine, 89, man. I remember seeing his name trending on Twitter. Yeah. And whenever someone that age is trending on Twitter, you get a little scared. <laughs> he's <laughs> he's he's 89
1: right now. Okay, I remember in the last three five years, people said that he was like retiring and... Uh, I guess he came out and said he retired, but then, like, he went back on it and was like, I never actually retired, but yeah. I'm just really old and can't really move that well anymore. Just, like, super understandable. I mean, But he's the boy. <laughs> he's, we're,
0: we're, yeah, he's the best ho- we Alfred. We hope we see him more. He's um, definitely the best Alfred. That, yeah. Uh, oh, he's made for that role. I mean, All right, what's your fourth after Inception?
1: Uh, I would say The Dark Knight Rises, which is kind of a... a again a pretty tough pick for me uh i mean personally i love dark knight dark knight rises and batman begins i honestly it's tough i mean my fourth is dark knight Rises, my fifth is batman begins and i could say that i could interchange those um i think one bat and one part batman begins is i think one of the best uh introductions um to a trilogy like a superhero trilogy um into really any batman movie um, I think it plays a really good part in how he became Batman. His training, Ra's Ghoul, really goes into all that, which has so much opportunity in DC Universe. And then Dark Knight Rises again. I don't think it's um, as a masterpiece as the Dark Knight. Um, I don't think the acting is as good. I mean, of course, Heath Ledger was in the first one. Um, but I think, again, Tom Hardy plays every mask role perfectly.
0: Yeah, uh, I think he's without a doubt, on. he's
1: the best representation of Bane, I think, in, across comics or anything. I like how they didn't go really? with the comic book look of Bane with the uh, wires on his back and everything. I disagree.
0: I kind of want like, to see that. I think that. that's
1: cool. I think that's cool, no I, I doubt. I wanted that. But I, I think if they did that, it they might have done it really wrong. And it might have looked silly, yeah. almost. Whereas Tom Hardy, you can just put him on, like, PEDs, and he can gain 40 pounds. And you're like, okay, you're Bane. You're huge. Um, I really like how they, he just kicked the shit up. I really like how he just destroyed Batman. Um, that's realistic. Yeah. Batman does I mean, not stand a chance against. <laughs> like that's real. That's good. Like yeah, I mean,
0: I enjoyed a scene where we got to see Batman get sunned yeah, like, a little he, bit. Yeah, like he he can't win every fight. Like he's he doesn't just have a, superpowers. He
1: also doesn't have like him eighty like pounds of muscle on him. Like <laughs> he's. <laughs> He's just a guy.
0: Oh, he's <laughs> Always got
1: cool gadgets. I mean, it's like, he is rich. He's
0: just yeah, a rich, yeah. smart guy.
1: Yeah, it was like in the Justice League movie when the Flash asks him, "What are you, Superpower? He says, "I'm rich." That was like yeah. a quirky MCU that's, DC <laughs> moment. That was like really weird.
0: <laughs> when, but when I think of Dark Knight Rises, all I think about is that opening scene <laughs> on the plane. Uh, my, probably, oh, that's my, like my, one of my, my favorite, favorite quoted scene scenes in in the three Batman movies. And I'm not a big fan of. No, that's a I don't, great I don't scene. Love Dark Rises. I have it seven That's my a list. great
1: introduction to Bane, too. He's kind of yeah. just like a menace. I mean, he's yeah. definitely. And then, you know, it blows up a football field. That was great. I that remember when sweet. I was. That was sweet. I remember that was one of the key trailers that they that they released yeah. for the Dark Knight Rises. And I was like, I don't know how young I was at the time. I was on my couch, like, freaking out. Yeah. Like, oh my yeah. God, I, I, this to be
0: so good. And it was Heinz Ward, uh, yeah. like old Steelers <laughs> receiver, running down the field with it blowing up behind him. That was sweet that was one of my favorite <laughs> scenes. I'm not sure how they filmed that. I'm assuming they didn't
1: they they probably blew it. up the <laughs> field. <laughs> <laughs> oh, if you, if, <laughs> I mean, it had to be in one take yeah, so it makes sense.
0: Chris Renault will get it will get it done. Will <laughs> <laughs> get it done. But my fourth, I had The Prestige. Uh great movie. Absolutely love it. I mean Christian Bale and uh Hugh Jackman. Yeah. Uh drew a blank for a second. Oh, I
1: forgot Scarlett Johansson. Yeah. And yeah. Michael Kane too, again. This, I forgot. This yeah, movie, yeah.
0: especially, uh, the second time watching it, was much better. I would say it was better knowing the bit of the twist you get there at the end. You can see it kind of yeah, unfold right, right in front that of your was face awesome. instead of it hitting you over the head at the end of the movie. The visuals are awesome. I just like – I mean, it's a magician I think it was battle. A, I think
1: it was like the best. I mean, when you talk about like magician movies, it's really not a big – range yeah, to choose from true. but i'd say it's the best magician movie I, I like what th- other magician that's movies the only are there? Magician movie i didn't seen. even i forgot that david bowie was portrayed as nikola tesla for like a second in that movie oh, I, <laughs> I, I, I forgot that. Well. <laughs> yeah i didn't even i think i missed that part yeah that movie is
0: just very complex I, I, would, I feel I like it's say... not
1: talked about as much as it should a lot of people haven't seen it yeah but i i wouldn't say it's underrated because i I I don't I've never heard anyone so say something bad about it really.
0: I would yeah I think it's rated generally pretty fine I I like it a lot there are parts of it like I want to say it's at like, one point there was maybe like a, just twenty thirty minutes of Hugh Jackman and Christian Bale's characters just going back and forth like mm. messing up each other's tricks like yeah. embarrassing them and like it was cool to watch <laughs> but at by the end of it I was like okay that was. 30, 30 minutes of not not a lot going on other than them being <laughs> <Yeah. really> tricky <laughs> just like talking to each other yeah I and, don't
1: know I don't... it's still not even it's not that long but I there was that one part um, in it where it's like it's talking about like it's kind of viewing like the quests and whatnot I, I kind of forget I briefly remember it but what it was quest? like Christian Bale um, and he like went out to like this like house of like a far far away to like find out the trick that he does at the end. I'm not going to say it.
0: Oh, yeah, yeah But,
1: yeah. yeah, that part. I remember, like, I remember there was some parts where it was, like, a little bit slow, but it was never, like – I remember it was never, like, so slow where you like, I'm kind of, like, annoyed. It picked up when slightly it did get longer slow.
0: longer than it needs to be is what I'm going to – I want to – let's see. How long is this? Yeah, it's, it's 210. 210. Yeah. yeah it could have been 150,
1: but – 2006, I feel like that's pretty – on the first time I watched this I thought it was going to be released like 2010 or past 2010. 2006 seems pretty long ago um for how well visually made I think the movie is. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. I, I I don't know ton about like I, I like really tech visual a, technology yeah, at that time. It just seems yeah.
0: like I, I didn't have much of a guess on it. <laughs> well, anyway, so after after Prestige, then we both have Oh, you had Interstellar second. Oh, we I had Interstellar second, so You had Interstellar yeah. second. I had it fifth. Damn. I know. I, I liked it a lot. The first time I saw it... I think I've watched that movie three
1: times. Yeah. And I've, not even, like, I've on purpose. Like, I I've, I've watched it first in the theater. Second time... Uh, I'm almost positive the second and third time I've watched Interstellar was just, like, it's on. I'm just going to sit down and watch it. And that's such a long movie to watch. It's so slow yeah. at the beginning. But, like, I think it's so worth it. And such an interesting idea definitely uh i think some of the best has produced some of the, some of the best dialogue like at least uh for matthew mcconaughey when he's screaming murph in the in the spaceship in the, yeah
0: in the there he's not in the spaceship he's, he's in, in the, like the, it's on, it's on upside the, down. <laughs> the yeah
1: that's on the water planet he's, right and the guy comes back and he's like, "Like how long has it been?" He's like, "Like so something crazy, like thirty years or something yeah, like that. Yeah, yeah. Uh, no, that." that was that's ridiculous. When he, that's when
0: he watches the video messages. I think both of us we have Tenant Last on our list. Yeah, I mean, just like, why did you put ten at Last on your list? You've seen it because way more times I've, I've than me. Because I've seen it three times, and <laughs> still don't get it. It still doesn't. It doesn't make any sense if uh, I don't have like, a Wikipedia synopsis next (laughs) to me that I read while I watch the movie because
1: he's... He went at his own speed there, dude. Like, he he literally did not care what it was to the viewers. He
0: literally went at his own speed, and that's... uh, It's crazy. Beginning of the movie, there's there's some characters in masks, and they're having full dialogue. You can't hear anything that they're saying. And then in response to the, the, the feedback on that, Nolan said something about how you don't need to hear everything we're saying. Uh, it's a movie. It's an experience. I was like, no. I, <laughs> Can need, I, get I the need to hear what they're saying. I yeah, because the need rest of it is so on. confusing. Yeah.
1: Like, I'm beginning to think that his speed just doesn't make sense.
0: Yeah, Tenet. <laughs> uh, I mean, it, it's like, one of his less popular ones. So f- for those that And don't it, was know, hyped it's just, it was
1: hyped up. It was hyped up.
0: It's like, like a, a an agent movie where people thought it was going to be the
1: next Inception or like something like that. Like it was I remember it was really hyped up. I was so hyped to see it. I was like this is going to be crazy. And I just was like I'm so confused. Like it just took away the whole a- aspect of enjoying it. I mean, it was cool to see Batman in it. Yeah, yeah. the new Batman. That was cool.
0: It's but... like an, an agent movie where he moves they move like backwards and forwards through time. Yeah,
1: there was that one scene. And, there's a few scenes where stuff's like moving backwards. I think, but there's one where he's on the highway and the cars are, going, like, definitely really cool scene. But the whole time you're like,
0: what is going on in the story? Yeah, like they, there's people moving forwards in time and backwards in time simultaneously. Uh, it's it's, <laughs> it's a it's a bit of a mess, and that the ending I still don't know. What's going on in that climax scene? They're just trying to prevent the world from ending you know classic <laughs> classic yeah, action no. movie good guys good guys win in the end they always win good guys gotta win and no. I, was, I mean it's it's worth watching. I just wouldn't wouldn't expect a lot out of it. I would say the other Chris Nolan movies are worth watching over Tenet. um. Unless you yeah. want to be like wicked pseudo intelligent and just watch it and read up on it and tell all your friends you understood it, and then write a Wikipedia
1: page, yeah, and, and you then probably show have it like, to me so yeah. I can
0: read it and understand it a little better. But then there's
1: gonna be like 60 other Wikipedia pages branching off that with their own ideas, so you really don't even know what's going on.
0: Yeah, if you want to feel dumb, well we'll or have may- maybe we yeah. just feel dumb, but. If you want to feel, dumb, we'll have Christopher Nolan like this. on on the podcast. We're gonna have him on the we'll podcast. Probably soon. ask him what that means. Uh, yeah. We were he was actually gonna come on today. I didn't tell you this. He, I don't want to get your hopes up, but he he had to bail. He had to go on the set of Oppenheimer. Yeah, like, oh, we haven't even talked man. about that. Kelly Murphy was being silly on the set today, so he just had to deal with that. <laughs> yeah, but uh, I'm at, I'm very excited for it's gonna his be his upcoming mm-hmm. movie, uh, Oppenheimer. It's a it's, um, biopic on. Uh, Robert Oppenheimer, who was kind of he created he on the, the head um, of the scientists during the Manhattan Project that created the atomic bomb, yeah. and I don't know, I'm who's yeah, Killian Murphy plays Oppenheimer, and then they've got an absolute stacked cast. Oh my, it's Murphy, the best cast I think. Florence I, Pugh, I, his
1: movies. Uh, Robert Downey Jr. I think it's the best cast out of any of his movies. And, like, you can keep scrolling down on IMDb, like, look at the cast, and you can just see, like, big-name actors just still at the bottom because yeah, all, Vlad like, there's Damon, so many... Jack Quaid, they have Casey Mane, Affleck, Malick, like, like, halfway Oldman. down the halfway down the page is, like, Casey Affleck. Like, that's crazy. And then Josh Peck <laughs> is in it. Like, what is... what is That's confusing. I want to see his role.
0: Shout and out, Josh Peck. Alex Shout wolf from Josh.
1: Hereditary, who... I like
0: Alex Wolf a lot, but he's he's ugly, man. You Just said like, Alex Wolf from Hereditary. I think you meant Alex Wolf from the Naked Brothers Band. But I'll, okay, yep. I'll give you give you a yeah. well, pass Also on from that. Hereditary. Uh, yeah, but yeah, mostly yeah. from the when movie. he like smashed his yeah. nose in the desk and like <laughs> yeah, no, I, that I, was a silly
1: moment for I, him. I, I know. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I just every time I see him I can't help thinking of <laughs> the Nate Brothers band. He's pretty good. Um yeah, he's a good actor. Emily Blunt in it too. Matt Damon with Robert Downey Jr., Florence Pugh, um Olivia Thurbley. I don't know if that, I know if that's how you pronounce her um, last name. Killian Murphy. Uh it's gonna be interesting. Has Matt Damon even worked with Killian Murphy before? Not that's interesting. Not that I can or like think a of. good amount of these actors. And then there's Jack. Quaid in there I think that's how you say his last name yeah. Huey from the boys which I'm so excited to see him in in this movie I haven't I, seen I him anything even, else yeah he's not
0: anything that's like most of the actors on that show I mean when's this When's this movie coming out 2023 uh, July 2023 July 2023 yeah. little summer blockbuster action
1: oh yeah I think it, it's got real I mean of course the cast has real potential and I don't see the story being bad at all considering yeah. it's based they've, off they've a got true got, story um I yeah I think it has potential to really be up on his list it's one of the, one of the best I think it's the best um, the most stacked cast he's had of all of his movies though
0: yeah Oscar 100%. Oscar bait cast for sure like that's oh, that's crazy he's, <laughs> yeah so <laughs> we'll definitely talk about that as we get closer to it I mean the poster looks sick I wish we had video like I saw a lot of people. A lot of people didn't like the poster of it. On yeah, Twitter. why? I, I don't know. I isn't that supposed it. to? Yeah, I was gonna
1: say, isn't it loading? It? Yeah, it's, that's, it's that's just nice. an
0: explosion.
1: Yeah, I mean, it's also releasing in July. Explosions They'll probably are cool. have other posters. The coolest thing that I, what I like really like about movie posters is when it gets closer to like a highly anticipated movie. I follow like some accounts that make like alternate movie posters
0: and shit. Those, those are cool.
1: Those, I, are, those are pretty. Are those
0: are pretty neat. Yeah,
1: I don't know why people wouldn't like them. Yeah, I mean, it's just an I mean,
0: explosion with. With him in the front, it makes sense. It is about bombs. So yeah. Well, I think we've discussed each of his films. I mean, we we touched on Dark Knight Rises and yeah. Batman Begins. What, but, did, uh, what,
1: what do you have your bottom your bottom three? So again? I'll just give
0: you. I'll just rip my t- list top to bottom, starting at nine. I guess bottom to top, starting at nine. We have Tenet, eight Batman Begins, seven Dark Knight Rises, six is Memento, five Interstellar, four Prestige. Three, Inception Two, Dark Knight And number one, Dunkirk Now you wanna
1: Yeah, Yeah, I'll I'll read mine
0: Again, the same order Uh, from bottom to top So,
1: uh Bottom I have Tenet Then we go to Memento And then I have Prestige Batman Begins Dark Knight Rises Inception Interstellar And, uh, Dark Knight Um I think Dark Knight's always gonna be My number one And, uh I mean, after we see those other two, the the following and um, insomnia. That's the other one? Insomnia. And you gotta watch Dunkirk, buddy. Yeah, yeah, I do. Yeah. I have to watch it. Yeah, I remember the the last scene with Tom Hardy. Um, yeah, I think flying I over. Remember so now I, I was
0: watching it, and you kind of came in the room and yeah, saw like the last. 15, but I think that's something days. I gotta definitely
1: watch again. I can't actually remember if I've seen it all the way through or not. I vividly remember that last scene and and him landing on the other side of the beach. And yeah and then the, yeah, yeah, he gets yeah. got by the bad guys. Yeah, that was a sad moment. Tom Hardy Rip. usually gets got by someone, I feel like.
0: Yeah. That's a good that's a good analysis <laughs> on,
1: on, on Tom Hardy's yeah. characters. Yeah, even in the shows he's in too. Actually just kidding.
0: He's alive in Piggy Blinders. Oh, yeah. we'll 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 talk about Piggy i <laughs> just I'm just up, like so talking, kind of, but like, I just need to say that. Conrad's got some Strong thoughts on.
1: It's not a bad show. Like Peaky it's Blinders. it's definitely not a bad show. But there's like if you compare that to like Breaking Bad and like the good seasons of Game of Thrones, like not the last season. We're not gonna talk about that. Well, um, I I think it's on a whole like those shows are on a whole other playing field than Peaky
0: Blinders. I don't think anyone was making that comparison until you just. Oh you, yeah, until no, you I, just had to throw that
1: out because that's like <laughs> okay. my go-to opinion on Peaky Blinders. Like it's on a whole like
0: yeah I, I don't I, think many people would disagree okay. with you I, I've
1: heard people say that Peaky Blinders is up there with like the the greats like Breaking Bad and Game of Thrones and I guess The Wire I hear that a lot of course we haven't seen that but stuff like that and I just yeah. don't agree
0: well, well we'll discuss that more in depth on a later episode but I think this pretty much wraps up our first episode of oh I said wraps up hey uh, that, uh, that's, of, that's of a that, wrap that's a wrap uh, yeah, that's a name. Next week, we'll have an episode discussing superheroes, superhero media, both MCU and the uh, newer stuff like The Boys and Invincible. Yeah. And we'll have our first guest, surprise guest. <laughs> You'll have to listen I think to find and, out and who it is. I think in that
1: episode, is. we'll go kind of a little uh, in-depth on The Boys and Invincible and how they've kind of changed um, like superhero and... Like high class, like real high action shows, but real like high action superhero shows, and what they're doing
0: differently, and um, yeah, yeah. So tune in then. Until then, hope everyone has a great week. Watch something. Watch something good. Try to watch a Christopher Nolan movie you haven't seen. That's your homework
1: yeah. from Conrad. Yeah, we will always try and give homework at the end of the yeah. episode. Yeah. <laughs> um, feedback is is uh is helpful um about the podcast or maybe just like personal feedback if you have like something like you don't like about us
0: or something. We can settle our beefs uh, on the podcast. We'll or have if you on. You're you can... late on the
1: homework. Really anything. Yeah. Any feedback is is helpful to our show. Of course.
0: Just please keep it constructive. We do have delicate feelings.
1: Yeah about- that <laughs> is that's true.
0: We'll probably cry. Alright well thank you for listening and we will see you next week. That's a wrap.